1: just want to switch gears and we're going to talk a little bit about money right now cold hard cash maybe your debit cards maybe your credit cards um and and given the tough economic times in this province some numbers from a new study on consumer debt might not be all that surprising equifax saying people living in alberta have more consumer debt than others in canada and to break it all down michael campbell the host of money talks on the chorus radio network joins us hi michael hi how are you doing really good thanks for taking the time this afternoon really really appreciate it does this uh, do these numbers surprise you at all when when we're looking at the this province of alberta
0: well it's it's talking about the difference between surprise and concern because oh. i am concerned i mean there was a, a little bit of good news here in that when you look at non-mortgage debt in Alberta, it actually did decrease you know in the last while but it's still you know, if you look at Alberta cities like uh, Calgary, Edmonton, you know, Fort McMurray, my goodness, I mean, they're starting to talk about 29000 in non-mortgage debt. So we're talking about, of course, credit cards and the like. So that's still, you know, way up there. Uh, you know, I look at Fort McMurray, by the way, it's 39000 and change. Yeah. There's 40000 there. Edmonton, about 28000 And again, non-mortgage debt. And so that is a bit of a concern that way, especially, you know, one of the things that's, uh, you know, come up in the coronavirus issue is how far oil prices have dropped and i'm not sure when that or if that will lead to layoffs and some more problems this way so it's against a, a sort of a weakening economic backdrop across the country but also as i say the oil prices are going to impact uh, alberta you know obviously more so there is some worries around that although I, as i say I, I much prefer to give the good news so I'll say, <laughs> you know the good news is Clearly, people in Alberta said, "You know, let's put the brakes on some of this non-mortgage debt." And it was good to see the decrease of one and a half percent, basically.
1: I was, I was actually quite surprised. Um, you know, for Edmonton, um, where to go? Uh, Edmonton, that non-mortgage debt sat sat around twenty-eight thousand, uh, just yeah. over twenty-eight thousand. Calgary was twenty-nine, almost thirty thousand. To be honest, given what this province has gone through in the last four or five years and uh, the unemployment rate. I thought that that number might be higher.
0: I really did. No, absolutely. I mean, one of the things that we've seen, and it's funny, we've got some new delinquency numbers too, Yeah. and that's non-mortgage delinquency rates. And so what they look at is, hey, who hasn't paid their credit card in three months or more? And you look at British Columbia, by the way, leading the way there, uh, the big growth at 14.4%. But Alberta's still up about 13.3%. Now, one of the things uh, with that is they start looking at mortgage delinquency too, which is still very low across the country, including in Alberta, what it starts getting needed is, Think is, hey, are people going out with their credit card for a lot of expenses so that they can have the money set aside to pay their mortgages? and you know yeah. so these numbers don't tell us everything that we need to know about people's financial conditions uh but you're uh, you know you're right i mean given all that the, the province has gone through and layoffs and certain, you know obviously in the oil related sectors uh yeah it, it certainly could have got a lot higher probably explains by the way why fort mcmurray Murray, though is up 10 grand above yeah uh, you know calgary and eleven thousand plus above edmonton so maybe that's where the heart of that problem takes place
1: we've been hearing and we've we've heard and when we've had conversations like this in the past over the years. To you know, you should have, um, you know, a stash set away in case you yeah. know, you know, that you're out of work or whatever for three months, for six months, up to a year, depending on how how much you can do it. I'm wondering, uh, by chance, how many of them are, and maybe if that is influencing those numbers at all. I don't know.
0: Well, I think it's very tough for people to save because we're watching, you know, it depends where you are, but you look. You have three levels of government a lot of times demanding more cash from you, you know, in the form of be a property tax increase, and, and, you know, something else, uh, you know, so I think it's very tough for Canadians to save because uh, I think it was Will Rogers who said there's not a man or a woman in the country who can't afford to live, they just can't afford to live and with their government. Uh-huh. So that, you know, <laughs> it's clearly a challenge when you look at fees and all of that stuff, so I, I think when you look at the savings rate it is a bit of a concern plus we've been in a period think of how weird this is we've been in a period where in order to have the economy uh, you know whether it's in alberta or across the country we need consumer spending yeah well that's yeah. pretty tough when you have had that economic backdrop you just alluded to and here we have now the bank of canada here's our big solution to the covid19 virus is to say hey We've been warning you for five years about getting too much in debt, but you know what? <laughs> Why don't you go a little bit more? Because we're going to drop those rates by half a percent and hope you can get more debt. I mean, that shows you how topsy turvy the world is right now.
1: I've always loved it when the credit cards. Well, I, and I, I firmly tongue planted firmly in cheek here, uh, Michael. I, I I actually did love it at one point uh, in my life when the credit card companies just automatically popped up my my <clears throat> limit, and then I and then I got into trouble. I got into trouble with that yeah. and and then i realized and i called them i said you need to stop doing that do not pop that up i called them and said you have to talk to me first and 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 i think sometimes you know people you know it's like oh it's just another 5 grand oh it's just another you know 10 grand what's the big deal i'm not going to use it it's just going to be there for backup and next thing you know hey guess what it's being used and now you're trying to figure out how the hell am i going to pay it all especially if you're not working or if you're uh, if you're underemployed if you've gone through all of your savings i mean it, it can be really, really tricky.
0: Well, especially now because, and we're watching people access their homes more. For example, they're going—excuse me—well beyond the credit card, and they go to these home, uh, you know, home uh, home equity loans. Yeah. So that's a little bit of a danger area. That's been the biggest growth across the country and in different provinces with when you come to. Uh, outside of mortgage debt and consumer credit. So that's a little bit of a worry. And as I say, it's kind of, uh, I'm afraid you're gonna be right here. People have to show the discipline. Uh, You know, we know how precarious the global economy is. We know how precarious the Canadian economy is. The bank account didn't lower rates by half a percentage point which is kind of double what they normally do yeah they didn't lower those because they're confident i mean they're worried about what the coronavirus can do uh, and i'll give i give you a quick example uh you know we know travel's been dramatically oh, impacted huge. Well, what about tour operators who are relying on Chinese tourists? Mm. And they get about 700,000 a year coming into Canada from China. Well, that's going to be dried up like a stone. So when do they start laying off? When does a hotel who counts on 40% of their bookings in the holiday season coming from overseas travel? Again, that Mm. gets shut off. This is very different, I think, from uh, the 2008 financial crisis in that when we stopped traveling then, we said, well, let's stay home and let's let's go do a staycation and that kind of thing. We're not stopping traveling for the same reason this time. People yeah. are worried. And that's just one industry. I mean, I could go to many other industries, too, yeah. but it's a... Excuse
1: well, and Michael, then I'm wondering how long does it take to recover from that, right? Yep.
0: You yeah, know? it's all psychology, too. You're 100% right. It's sort of like, I, I, I could just ask you, if, at what point do you think, and no matter what they say, let's say they come to early April and say, okay, this thing's definitely peaked out. And then I ask you, uh, when are you going to start feel comfortable enough to book a cruise into Asia? You know, Southeast Asia. I, I don't know. Everyone's going to have a different answer. I can tell you we're going to have some heck of a good sales coming on in travel, as an example. Um but it really changed. I think we're tr- in the markets for trading psychology right now. And I think in our own personal buying psychology is playing a big role in
1: this. Well, Michael, just this afternoon, a news release came across from my desk from one of the uh, cruise lines saying that they were mm-hmm. offering up, uh, you know, booking so you can, uh, you know, better cancellation policies, all of that. We've seen the shares and the cruise companies just drop like stones oh, over the yeah. past, uh, couple of weeks. So yeah, it's, it, that, that's a, that's a, that's a really interesting part of all of this. Um, Um, When you talk about home equity loans, Michael, Mm -hmm. um, are those the same as taking a second mortgage out on your house? Is that the same sort of thing?
0: It's just easier to facilitate. You know, if you do take a second mortgage out, uh, it's the same sort of ultimately it ends up the same thing. But I mean, the cost of taking out a second mortgage is much higher. Ah. You, know, uh, you know, you've got to have your home evaluated, that kind of thing. Where they actually do set up uh, home equity lines of credit, we hear it advertised all the time. It's a much easier process, okay. and Canadians have really taken advantage of it uh, in different parts of the country. Obviously, more so if you you know, if your equity had gone up dramatically, which which really hasn't been the case. You know, when you look at the big cities like Edmonton, Calgary, I've been waiting. I, I I kind of been waiting for this recovery, but I don't think it happens in real estate until you get more optimism in the in the energy sector. And mm. we all know the problems there, as you allude to. You know, as you have to discuss all yeah. the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry. And so I'm just saying, but we have seen Canadians jump in, and and as I say, the the big irony to me, as I say, is. Gosh, for five years, the International Monetary Fund, Organization of Economic Cooperation and Development, the Bank of Canada. How many times do we have this report? Canadians have a dollar seventy-six in debt for every dollar of disposable income. You know, big words there. And presto, all they got in their toolbox is to lower interest rates to encourage us to get the consumer spending going on. So really, the question is, how many more people are going to get in trouble? Because rates don't stay low forever. Yeah, you know? I mean. they they will excuse me everything will rebound we're just debating the timing up
1: and i think if i remember correctly uh from one of the last reports the bankruptcy rates um uh were up again recently as well yeah
0: well that's what we've seen we've seen this slow growth here the good news for alberta and alberta's real estate market is i think the one sector that's really interest rate sensitive is is the real estate sector for example credit cards aren't about to lower their interest rate uh whether we go in further in debt or not And are still going to stay in you know, department store credit cards they're not going to be affected by the bank of Canada prime rate is but the big area that i think is interest rate sensitive is the housing market that will certainly help in the big centers boosting them a little bit uh plus you've got a change in the mortgage stress test which i would say about time yeah which will make it a little bit easier there so i'm, I'm hoping that uh we'll see some more action in Edmonton and Calgary. I'm still very positive. You know, at this point, we're, you know, there's going to be a positive thrust at some point here. I think it will really do when the oil, you know, coronavirus has killed the oil down to about $42 a barrel. We need that up. We need other issues solved. But, but when it does, I think this combination of things like low rates, yeah. and, uh, stress tests uh, made it easier are going to help us get the real estate market you know, way, way more back on track in Alberta.
1: Yeah. Michael before I let you go uh, this uh, this delinquency rate to be honest with you mm-hmm. uh, that's not what I thought it was I don't know what I thought it was but the, it's the percentage of credit users missing at least three payments yeah. what does that do it, when you're missing three payments what does that do to you to your credit to you know, all that sort of oh. thing? yes,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're getting killed they just choose that as sort of the determination of do we have a potential problem here? Yeah, yeah. You know, if you miss a month, they're not saying you know all hex breaking loose. Okay. They don't do that. But so they said three months, 90 days in the rear in your mortgage would be the same thing. Um, so yes, now you've got a real decline in your credit rating, and uh, yes, yeah, you're going to have a problem. I mean, it's it's they <laughs> choose that number for a reason because they found historically that that's a good. You know a good indicator of when we have problems
1: michael i want to appreciate i want to thank you for joining us this afternoon really appreciate it i hope you come back on the show sometime
0: well it, we've got lots i mean lots going on here but as i say i just want the mortgage thing just for you know I know that it's only about a half percent when you come to mortgaging over years it's just higher up in the credits on the other lighter credit side so yeah i think things uh I, I want to be optimistic but we're in a tough period right now
1: yeah for sure michael campbell joining us this That's afternoon right thanks for this Okay, take care now. Michael Campbell is the host of Money Talks right here on the Chorus Radio Network. So take a listen uh, again, some of those uh, some of those numbers. the The average consumer debt increased two point seven percent to reach seventy two thousand nine hundred and fifty dollars at the end of two thousand and nineteen. Non-mortgage debt uh, nationally was at twenty three thousand eight hundred. In Edmonton, that number, non-mortgage debt, was at 28350 Calgary at 29789 And in Fort McMurray, the average debt in Q4 of 2019, $39,674. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does.